You've tuned into the Millennials Anonymous podcast. Get your laughs ready as your girlies gets you hyped and rolling on WRDR and for 98.4 FM. My flow leave niggas astonished or hating because they want it, but they ain't got the swag that I possess. I'm possessed and I swear that I'm the best. You ain't getting nothing less from this beef like Patrick Swayze. Dirty dancing with my baby. I say on top just like gravy. Got you laid and wet like Navy Seals. I am shocking like an eel. You about to lose your job. Get this thing. Your job. You because you want to stop the vote count for nothing. You are about to lose your job. Hey, hey, now, hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. As you can tell, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I'm excited, okay? It is a change going to come. Sam Cook would be proud. A change has come, baby. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I wasn't nervous than a motherfucker, okay? I was nervous. I was nervous, nervous, nervous. For the past several days, CNN and MSNBC have had me straight up trying to find a sedative and a volume at the same goddamn time, okay? I don't know who makes these rules, but we got a doon 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 special alert for the special alert for the special alert. Like they were tell giving a special alert about the special alert about the special alert. Like I listen, we don't need y'all to, Wolf Anderson Rachel Maddow, I don't care who it is. Listen, we don't need y'all to give us an alert that an alert is coming, okay? Just let us know when it get there. Like, I feel like y'all could have just held on to this shit, like this information until it was just like all together. Like, until you had all your shit together. Be like, okay, listen. Listen, we gonna get back to y'all. We know, you know, election night took a little longer. We've been telling y'all about these ballots. We got you. You know, I know y'all know these ballots coming in and everything. We appreciate you and we gonna count all votes because all votes matter today, baby, okay? All votes matter. And so this gonna take a little longer, okay? And we would have been like, okay, cool. We got you. We got you because we, we have sense. Oh, it's only the, the idiots that don't understand that. But we, we know we got you because we're watching MSNBC and CNN. So, you know, we think a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be like, okay, cool. Got you. And then you could say, you know, like Nevada, we, we trying to get them over here, but they keep going back to the casino or whatever. I don't know what's going on over there. They counting a ballot a day. So that's going to take a little while for we could call that. All right. And we got a lot of stuff going on over there. You know, it's a lot of stuff going on over there. So that's going to take a little minute. So we need y'all to pump y'all brakes and things will get better. That's all y'all had to do. I was so tired of getting do 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 and you, you get up. You're like, oh, is this it? And it's like, no, it was it. It was literally like, you know, having sex for the first time. Like, is this it? Am I going to come this time? Is this going to be the time? Is this is it? And it's like, no, it's not. Um, it was it was a, like a letdown. Um, very much so. And so I'm going to need y'all to stop that. Just stop it. Just stop that. Stop it. But we do have a president now. A president. Well, we, we've always had a president. But we have a new president elect. Joseph R. Biden. He is now the 46th president, and we're going to talk about this in the top 10 trending topics, so I don't want to get too far down in the rabbit hole, but congratulations. Get me get some claps. Give some claps. We're going to give a bunch of claps. Claps on top of claps, okay? Shout out to them and Kamala Harris. So shout out to them. They ran an amazing campaign that 
I feel so much better. Woo! I was having flashbacks to 2016. I, I I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was I was having flashbacks. It was just it was a lot. It was it was like woo. But we made it, okay? We did it. We made it. I want to also give a big shout out to For the People of the People. We did re-air that special last week. So if you like that, that is not just a special that we did. It is actually a podcast. So it comes on, we only do like one a month. On it's a mass media podcast. It one a month. The host is Alexander Sutton Sharp and myself, but eventually it probably will be just Mr. Alexander Sutton Sharp. He actually is hosting an episode this week at 8 p.m. on Thursday, and it will be the Libertarian Speak Part Two. So if you miss Libertarian Speak Part One, you can go listen to that on anchor and spotify or you can find the video on maps media and you can watch there but the new one will come on at 8 p.m eastern standard time at uh, i said 8 p.m listen to me i'm about to say 11 on november 12th so make sure you tune into that we had a really good time um speaking of for the people of the people we have two guests on today we have two guests on today that actually were on for the people of the people podcast we have miss marissa J of the queen's table podcast she it's a comedy podcast but it's it's a lot of politics too so it's like it's a political comedy podcast so we have her giving her political analysis of things and then we have miss linda woolard who actually uh she volunteered on the external, I guess, Joe Biden campaign uh, efforts by making calls and such. And she also ran in her home state of Louisiana in the state Senate race. So we're going to be talking to her. So I had a good time talking to these two ladies. So we learned a lot. So we're going to be talking to them a little bit later today about how they feel about this election, how they feel about the post results, all that, all that, all that. We're going to get all of that. So without further ado, because I'm I'm excited and I keep keep talking about stuff that's going to be in top 10 trending topics because I'm I'm that excited. OK, we need to get to these top 10 trending topics because you are about to lose your job because you are stopping the vote count. For that, ah, ah, you about to lose your job. Ah, ah, you about to lose your job. Let's get into these top ten trending topics. Turn that, turn that shit up. Turn that shit up. Turn that shit up. It's the top ten trending topics of the week. Joe Biden will be the United States 46th president of the United States of a motherfucking America. Showed up and we showed out. Yes, we did. We came in full force. I know I stood in a line for an hour to vote. We came out here. We represented like a mother sucker. He has more votes, Joe Biden does, than any other presidential candidate in history. More people have voted in this election. It has broken records all over the place. So I'm going to give cue up that hand of, of applause, round of applause, because we got to give a shout out to us. Okay, we need to clap for us. We all showed up and showed out. It don't matter who you voted for, because my man won, okay? My dude won. Person, I, you know, I won, we won, or whatever. But, you know, it don't matter who you voted for, but you did. You, you went out there and you took your constitutional right seriously, okay? Because I know for me, as a black woman, it's people that died for me to stand in that line. So I was like, uh uh, I'm on these people and I'm gonna get in this goddamn line and I am going to vote. And that is exactly what I did. 
did. So shout out to everybody else who stood in them long ass lines. Shout out to Detroit. We love you, Detroit. Mwah. Okay, Mwah. to Detroit. All right, shout you out. Shout you out to Wisconsin. Okay, over there, Wisconsin. Shout you out. We see you. Shout out to Nevada. Sidebar to a sidebar. Now, shout out to y'all. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Y'all, y'all was counting a ballot a day. Okay, we thought y'all was saving kids in some remote island or something because y'all was literally counting a ballot a day. I, I don't know. What had happened? Yo, maybe y'all had a lot of smokers because smokers be taking a lot of breaks. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what had happened. Because as soon as it got five o'clock, it was like, you know what? It's five o'clock. I gotta get out. Like, you know, we, even though I got here at 450, you know, I can't be staying past five. I got shit to do. That was Nevada. But that's okay. Shout out to the, the, I don't know what you call them, Nevidians. We'd make that shit up. There you go. Shout out to y'all. Okay. Shout out to y'all. And shout out to the Arizona people. Shout out. Shout out to Megan McCain and Cindy McCain and all them people in Arizona that stood up to do the right thing. Shout out to y'all. And lastly, but certainly not least, can we get a big round of applause for Georgia? Georgia. Georgia. Give a big round of applause for Georgia. Y'all skirt, skirt, y'all skirt, skirt all over them ballots, baby. Y'all was skirt, skirting. Y'all, y'all really, y'all flip Georgia. Shout out to all of y'all down there. Y'all showed up. Y'all showed out. Shout y'all out. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. And not even just Stacey Abrams. She has the platform. But shout out to all of the people down there that rock the vote. All of the, the black organizations, the church organizations, the grassroots organizations, the small organizations that got all these people out and registered to vote so that they can also use their constitutional right. So shout out to all of y'all that was down there doing the damn thing. Y'all did it. Shout y'all out. Y'all y'all did it. Scoop, scoop down there. Okay? Scoop, scoop. Y'all did that. It, it wasn't no malarkey, okay? No malarkey. He, he, he want, he, listen. Because people out here trying to spread lies in these streets. And we not out here to play with the bullshit, okay? We not out here with the bullshit. Just because you don't like a number don't mean it ain't true, okay? If you, listen. Um. The best way, like, let, let's say, you know, you go and get a paternity test, Right? And you like, okay, I get this paternity test. And they give you the results. And you don't like the results. That don't mean that's not your kid. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Y'all might understand that better for a lot of y'all people out there that ain't saying that this is true. But he won. It is what it is. You don't got to like the results. We had to suck that shit up in 2016. I know I was depressed. I went to bed early and everything. Like, I was like, oh, okay, this ain't looking good. And I was really nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I was nervous as hell the whole time. I thought he, I, I really was nervous as hell, even though I knew the mail-in ballots was coming. I, I knew they was coming, but woo, that was, that was a rough couple of days. It was a rough couple of days. And Kamala. Kamala Harris also made history. Joe Biden made history for being the oldest United, sitting United States president. He also made history from being the first president from the state of Delaware. Now, Kamala, okay, Kamala Harris is the first woman and person of color to be the vice president of the United States. She will be the 49th vice president of the united states of america i teared up a little bit about her speech sidebar to a sidebar shout out to joe 
for acknowledging black people because you wouldn't be there if the black people from South Carolina didn't give you the opportunity and you wouldn't be president without black people. Okay, the Latino people was like, okay, we, you know, we might gonna run over here to Trump real quick. We gonna make America great. But the uh, black people, we stood there. Okay, we stood there. And I think it's because a lot of black people, we do not have privilege to be able to dream something of the impossible dream. And so we, we picked Joe because we thought he was something that white people would accept and that he was palatable to the white America. Because y'all still got an old white man. I don't know why y'all tripping. But he was palatable to America. And we knew that we it could get done. We don't have time for dreams and hopes. We got to be practical in America. Because America ain't never gave us that privilege to actually be not be practical. And, and look at things from a realist perspective. One day we will get there. But we ain't there yet. But Miss Kamala Harris is, she has been elected. She is that font, like Saturday Night Live says. She is that font, that fun aunt. Shout out to Kamala. She gonna have the AKAs out there in the inauguration. They gonna be stepping. Scurry. I just, I don't know how to do it. But they gonna be out there doing that. They gonna be holding up the diamond. They gonna be doing it all. Shout out to everybody from Howard. Cause she gonna be, she represented Howard. She is really, she doing it, okay? Liberty and justice for all, including the black women who are often too often overlooked, but so often prove they are the backbone of our democracy. Hey, she is doing it. And all of the people that was flipped, all y'all flippity floppity ass people, listen, I, just a week ago, it was just a week ago, y'all was talking about how much y'all disliked her. Now I see, now I see all these posts about Kamala Harris on y'all page. Like, can y'all make up your goddamn mind? Do you dislike her or do you like her? I need you to make up your goddamn mind, okay? I need you to do that. I, I, I really, I really need you to go and make up your goddamn mind. Because y'all are the most finicky ass people I've ever seen in my life. As soon as he got elected, y'all started the bullshit already. It was like... I support, thank you black people for the support. I don't think I'm seeing no different in it. I don't think, I was like, y'all just voted for it. Can, can we, can, really? It, it's nothing wrong with holding people accountable. That's what the fuck you should do. If you standing in the same spot you've been standing in for the past several years, you need to start looking at you. Have you started to talk to other people? Are you reaching out to your state senate? Are you reaching out to your local executives and, and city council or county ex executives? Are you doing that? Are you holding those people accountable? Are you making sure you're writing your senators? We are supposed to be doing this. This shouldn't be a, a just, you know, set it and forget it. Clap on, clap off. No, no, no. No, 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 baby. No, no, no. You are supposed to be constantly engaged. Okay? Engaged. You should be trying to get engaged and stand engaged in this process like a woman who's had her boyfriend for over 10 years you we engage like a motherfucker like we need to be engaged okay and that's what we need we we need for y'all to to be engaged and locked and loaded do i know he's gonna be good for us Hell no, but I know that based on the plans that there's he still had, a thirty percent chance that it seemed better than what the fuck Trump was offering, and it was in my best interest. So I voted for Joe Biden. I did not vote on for him for a motion. I voted for him based on the plan that he put in place. Yeah, Democrats were going to, have to sit down and have a conversation because you know people don't read. 
Like y'all out here with a hundred some pages of documents about plant. They ain't nobody reading that. The only thing people reading is memes. That's why we're still talking about the 94 crime bill that ain't nobody read. You know, it's just because people don't read, but we we will read a headline, we will read a meme. So that's that's what we need. We need y'all to do that. And Donald Trump is getting kicked out of the White House. He is he has been served his eviction papers. He got you know a couple months to get his shit out. It, it, it's time, okay. Donald Trump did lose the election. He is trying to start some bullshit, though. You know, him and, you know, Count Dracula and all the rest of them motherfuckers they got. He is trying to tr steal. He's talking about people stealing the election, but he's trying to steal the election from the people he claims stole the election from him. And it's just a disaster, okay? It is an absolute disaster. We don't know if he's going to goddamn leave. We don't know if he's going to leave. But all we do know is that that goddamn spiritual advisor he got she out here summoning app summoning angels from Africa and South America. That's why the fuck he lost. Okay, listen, black people, we don't answer numbers we don't know. We scream shit out to them calls. It was like, mm, I don't know, you know that number. I don't know that number. Mm -mm, star sixty nine, them star sixty nine, because I don't be knowing that because we don't do that. You're fired. We don't answer numbers we don't know, and I'm almost certain them angels in Africa, by the way she was speaking in tongues, ain't never heard from that bitch, never. And so they probably like, mm-mm, Mubutu, Mubutu, no. Don't answer that. We don't even be knowing her like that. We don't, we don't even mess with her. I think she trying to find an African prince. She was looking for him because this definitely wasn't for us. Um, so, you know, we, we just going like this, this, this one go. Um, no, this was, wasn't, this wasn't for us. This wasn't for us. And I know the South Americans is over there like, shit, like you, you caught on us? We had sent y'all some angels up there back in. Y'all called it a caravan. Remember, y'all called it a caravan and y'all sent them back. Like with the Amazon Prime Re, y'all sent it back in the Amazon Prime refund. Okay, y'all was like, mm mm, y'all gotta go. We sent y'all some angels. Okay, we we had sent you. We put some on loan and you sent their asses back. So we we don't got nothing for you. Okay, we don't have nothing for you. And I'm trying to figure out like you you couldn't call a Slavic angel. There was no Slavic angels available. There were you know no Australian angel. You don't know German. Germans, it, you, any, you know, anybody, you could have called, you could have called angels from Alabama, some Alabamian angels, I, I don't know if that's a word, but we're gonna go with that, you could have called that, why you didn't, why you didn't do that, like, you some Arkansasian angels, you should have had dead dad, and he might have won, so I, I don't know, like, Donald, listen, we gonna need you to leave, we need you to take your son with you, he trying to start civil war and everything, we don't need that, okay, we, we don't, we don't need that, ain't nobody starting no goddamn civil war for Donald Trump, he ain't even worth all that shit, okay, we ain't doing that, Okay, so we're gonna need y'all to pack y'all shit up. You can start packing now. Okay, we, we got people for that. We got people. If you need some help, I'm sure all the people that was dancing outside will help you get your shit out of the White House. We will all pitch in, you know, and we will help you get your shit out of the White House because we it's time for you to go. I'm just glad for it to get back to some sense of restored dignity in that office. Like I said, I don't know how Joe Biden will perform as president, but what I do know is that he's going to take that shit seriously. And, and Dave Chappelle it was also on Saturday Night Live. He made a joke about Donald Trump. He made a joke about the election, Joe Biden and Chris Christie, among others. He did a really good job. He was real. He was raw. He was Dave. Representative of these country farmers could decide a guy like me's fate.
people don't deserve to do that. They haven't seen enough. They don't know anything. They probably watch me right now. They probably look at home like, honey, come quick, come quick. The guy from the grocery store is on television. <laughs> no, you big dummy. The guy from television is at the grocery store. Kind of guy that probably has an account on FarmersOnly.com. You ever heard of that website, FarmersOnly.com? Website that begs the question, what kind of bitch only smashes with farmers? It's gross. Okay, he was he was giving you knowledge while making you laugh. He also talked about how he doesn't get paid for the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. He was talking about that, that it was on HBO Max, which I've actually not gotten a chance to watch that series. But speaking of which, I probably will. But shout out to Dave. Dave is dipping it and he's doing the damn thing like Miss Wendy says. So shout out to Dave Chappelle. And like I said, people around the country have been celebrating with paper cutouts of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. People have been dancing in the streets. People have been doing all kinds of celebrations because i'm gonna say joe won i'm not gonna say it's because donald trump lost i'm gonna say because joe biden won but i'm pretty sure it's because um donald trump lost i'm pretty sure they have been blasting fuck donald trump uh in in dc right outside the goddamn white house and uh some sad news alex trebek has passed away at the age of 80 from pancreatic cancer he has been a staple in our homes for so long he is an og in his media game shout out to him for really paving the way i I, we've lost a lot of media figures in this year of 2020 2020 has been one of them bitch ass years but it he you know he left here with a great legacy and everyone says he was an amazing person so rest in heaven to alex trebek and the notorious big was inducted into the rock and roll hall baby, of baby. fame on hbo the the ceremony was recorded on hbo uh, this past saturday and he got tributes from nas he got tributes from lynn manuel miranda that's very random but okay okay he is from new york i'll take it Valletta Wallace, which is Biggie's mother, his children, and none other than Mr. Jay-Z himself. So whenever, I'm not sure if we will see this air. I don't know when we will see this air. It might already be on HBO. I have, I have no idea. So make sure y'all tune into HBO if y'all got it or whatever to watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I thought Biggie was already in there. So shout out to Biggie and Biggie's family for all that he has contributed to the culture and King Vaughn unfortunately was shot and killed in Atlanta shooting and this is something we've been hearing all too much about so we need to find out what's going on with our young people this is like the third upcoming uh, rising rapper that has gotten killed recently so we really need for y'all to pump the brakes and to find out exactly what the hell is going on in our culture we gotta stop this from happening we just do and speaking of stopping stuff from happening we gotta get this coronavirus under control we've not been talking about it because we've been sitting there watching the election and getting the doo doons from cnn but coronavirus is acting out she is coronavirus lachey i don't know who said that but it's not my i didn't make that up but whoever said that shout out to y'all you credit credit in the credit in the bottom but coronavirus lachey is out here she is really out here okay and she is 
raging recently and i think it's because it's getting colder people are staying indoors and people and y'all i've been telling y'all this for a while y'all don't give a damn like y'all been going to the club y'all been going to parties y'all been going on vacation like y'all just like fuck covid i'ma do this but covid said no i'm not gonna no don't fuck me i'm fuck you okay and so that's exactly what's happening out here we have passed 10 million cases in the united states of america so good thing we got Joe Biden because apparently he's going to be doing a task force very soon uh, to get this coronavirus under control because we cannot fix the economy without fixing coronavirus. So let, let's hopefully we can get that together and in some very crazy sex news. OK, there is a young woman. She is 19 years old. She lives in the United Kingdom and she is a sex worker okay she sees up to 21 clients a day and she says that she's seen a spike in demand so high that she sees men 10 minutes apart like a goddamn dilation of pregnancy and sometimes less than that and up to two minutes apart according to the uk sun she is making six figures however but all i can say is that room has got to smell like it's her cooch okay it's her cooch she can do whatever she want with it if you want to give the cooch to the world you get a cooch to the world okay now as long as you're freely giving the cooch to the world i don't need nobody you know trying to take the cooch and sell the cooch to the world as long as you're giving it to the world because you want to give it that's fine okay but i need for y'all to know like she's got to smell awful that room has got to smell like hot dogs and fucking tuna fish sandwiches. Like, it, it's got to smell like some straight fish cakes and booty butt juice in that goddamn room. Because, you know, you sweating. The, the guys is coming in. They're sweating. It's just funky. She's not washing it. It's, it's a lot. I, I, it's a lot of the... Oh, oh. Like, woo. Like, the sweat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, now I get it. You don't mind giving up your walls. You 19 when when I was young and around that age, it was tight and it was right and it was all the things. Um, but by the time you probably get about my age, you probably will be able to stick a refrigerator up there and smuggle that across the UK. Um, but that's fine. You know they they got shit for that. But what we not gonna do is sit here and let you be funky, okay? If you gonna do this, we gonna need you to at least, at least take a wash. You're not supposed to dush it, but if you need it, listen. We, we, we gonna need you to do something. Get some Clorox wipes, you know, something. You know, COVID is out here and apparently men don't give a fuck about anything um, because her business has spiked because of COVID man it's coronavirus why is it a, is it a, this a surge like do you gotta risk your life for this for the fish stick cooch is this really worth it at this point i, I don't i don't know i don't know what y'all doing over there in the uk I, I really don't this this saddens me and this is probably how coronavirus got started i'm pretty sure i, I solved it i found the answers this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week let's get into these interviews with miss marissa j and linda woolard 
So if you're not aware, we have a projected winner, and that is Mr. Joseph R. Biden and Ms. Kamala Harris are the winning ticket. So he is actually now president-elect Biden, and I'm more than excited to see what will come. We already heard some of the different things that he's planning on doing. He is planning on a couple of executive orders in place already, and he potentially is getting a task force together for coronavirus. So it seems like we are moving in a direction back to some state of normalcy. And I wanted to have a conversation with a couple of different people who have been on the platform. And most recently, we did a For the People of the People special. People talk a elections and i'm bringing back two of those panelists we have marissa J, who is from the queen's table podcast and we have miss linda who is a she runs a charitable foundation so i want to bring you two ladies into the conversation i appreciate you coming on to the platform today i appreciate you guys so i want to talk to linda because i know i just want to make sure that i i heard you correctly you were on the a part of or volunteered for the biden campaign in is it louisiana i'm in louisiana i did not work for the campaign we didn't actually have a, a campaign staff here but i did um help manage really through facebook group we had a facebook group who did volunteer work making calls texting um sending postcards and letters we've been doing that for a few months yeah okay awesome awesome i want to ask you how does it feel i mean you've been working towards this goal for so long and now it's 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 finally paid off today is an exciting day so yeah i mean it's been a nerve-wracking week uh waiting for a result but um you know the campaign felt good so they have caught you know told us to remain steady and keep the faith all week so that's what we've been working on doing but it's very exciting uh, to get to this day, as I was telling you before we went on the air, it's been great to see all the expressions of joy uh, from around the world on the internet today. And it's just been a really nice celebratory day. I want to ask you, do you feel that we are moving toward a restored sense of uh, like a restored nation or even a sense of normalcy from what we've seen in the past four and a half years? Well, I mean, we've got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is a start. I think the speech that bo both speeches, Kamala and uh, I don't know if you're aware, but it's the first time uh, uh, the vice president has been invited to uh, participate in the uh, the speech on the night where, the, where they became the president and vice president elect. So that A was historic in and of itself, in addition to her being the first woman vice president. Um, but both of their speeches were talking about return to normalcy and bringing the country together. And as I often talk about, you know, we we had a lot of work to do before Donald Trump got in office. So this is maybe just getting us back to a space where we can work on that work, uh, because it seemed like all we really did was uh, try to keep the wolves at bay for the last four years and keep us from turning to the worst of our nature. I agree with that. Marissa, how do you feel? Do you feel that we are, you know, I know Linda is more reserved. She's like, we're, we're going to get there eventually. Do you feel that we're even at least moving in that direction towards more normalcy, really bringing people together? And do you think that Joseph R. Biden, Mr. President-elect and Ms. Kamala Harris can, are they up for the task? I I hope that they are up for the task that's coming, that the challenges that are ahead for them. But I don't think that we're returning to any sort of normalcy. 
I think that with this election cycle and really with this entire presidency, we have really been able to educate ourselves on how our system works, on how our government works. And I think a lot more people are gonna be involved, more involved than they ever have been before. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for people, um, you know, starting these grassroots organizations to help hold these uh, elected officials accountable for the things that they say that they're going to do. Um, getting people involved in in the, these gubernatorial elections and just really educating everybody on how important this is. Um, it goes deep. It goes really, really deep. There's there's a lot of, of issues. And just like Linda said, we, we had issues to work on before all of this. So I think that we're going to start a new normalcy, but not back to how anything was. I think that this is... He's providing us comfort. Okay. <laughs> He's providing us a lot of comfort, right? But um, I don't. I, I think we're going to be ushering in a new era, and I'm I'm excited for it. I am. Speaking of a new era, we are in uncharted territory. We have a president that will not commit to a peaceful transition of power. How do you see this playing out? We have not seen this in recent years. A lot of people are not really sure what this looks like. Can either one of you see him actually conceding to Joe Biden? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Look, I, I mean, gonna Trump's going to Trump. I mean, he's he's been um, sort of away from all the norms for his entire presidency. So he's not going to do the normal thing now. Um, and so it all, we're in uncharted territory, as you said. And so for the next couple of months, we've just kind of, I'll breathe my real sigh of relief on January 20th when Joe Biden is sworn in. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so while I'm excited today, I know we've got some hard days ahead. Um, and it's, you can kind of see some of the people who've been propping him up for the last few years, maybe starting to take a few steps back. And that's maybe a hopeful sign that they're not going to, you know, ride or die with him down this conspiracy lane of, of you know, the stolen votes and yada, yada. Um, so, you know, hopefully people are starting to read the tea leaves and realize that if their political futures are, are to be successful at all, they need to start separating themselves from, from uh, Donald Trump. Do you think the lack of the blue wave kind of, it wasn't a referendum on Trump? A lot of the younger progressive candidates didn't win or they lost seats. So the the Republicans don't really have any incentive to step away from Trump. This is still Trump's party. Do you agree with that, Marissa, that for a long time we will still see Donald Trump or President Trump and even after he's gone? Yeah, I, I do. I don't think that this this isn't this isn't going to be pretty. <laughs> this isn't going to be pretty. Um, what What's about to happen, I mean, hold on to your hats. We're talking about a man who has been an entertainer for a very long time. He knows is that what we're calling it? Huh? Is that, is that yeah. what we're calling it? <laughs> 
mean, but uh, he he did have the number one top show before he became president. Me and my mom used to watch The Apprentice. We love that show. We love that show. I was so upset when he won for a number of reasons. But one of them was because I wasn't going to see The Apprentice anymore. <laughs> that show was dope. It was a good show. So... I mean, this guy knows how to to capture people. He knows how to reel them in. And I think that in his showman mind, mm-hmm. he's dead set on how badly can I milk this? How how much can I milk this for? Okay. Where's and then, and then you wonder where's the end game? Because there's, you know, there's 17 different ways that this can go sideways and he can legally steal the vote. But what I really want to say, I do want to say this. I don't want to be too long winded about it, but uh, that's why we really need to educate people on getting out there and getting and, and going and voting and making sure that these people do what they say that they're going to do, because <clears throat> You you get people like Donald Trump in office and you see what he's doing. You see how he's maneuvering. You see that he's going to the courts. He could say, yo, I'm not going no motherfucking there. I'm just going to stay here and that's the end of it. He could say that, but he's not. He's going through the proper channels to legally stage a coup. We've got to be able to do the same thing. We've got to be able to educate ourselves to rebut that because that's what's coming. That's what's happening. And a lot of people, they want to get super excited and, you know, take to the streets and all of that stuff. And that's great and wonderful, but Mm -hmm. we've got to do the groundwork as well. That is so important. And I know a lot of people have been saying it, uh, especially these last couple of months, but Right now is the time to get started on stuff like that. Um, this Agreed. Is I agree sure with that. We've got to make sure, yeah, we, we've got to make sure that he get, he gets out. We've got to bring the eviction moving truck, everything. He's got to so go look, I, no, I mean, I do, I do want to say that I, and I'm all for the groundwork and do, the organizing and we can never stop doing that. It's 24 seven, 365. We've always got to be doing that every single year, election year or not. Uh, but I do, I do just want to comfort people that we have some amazing lawyers in place that have shot down every single thing he's tried to put before the courts since um, the vote started happening. Uh, yeah. And and there aren't even lawyers that he can't even get good lawyers to bring his uh, suits <laughs> to, to the courts because they're all like this is ridiculous. So he he has ridiculous lawyers coming with ridiculous suits, and we've got really good lawyers on our side who've been preparing for months because they knew this was coming. So they've just been really able to kind of shoot all of that down. Uh, And I do want to say as far as the blue wave goes, is that it didn't look as much like a blue wave because of the slow rolling nature of it, where how we had all those mail-in votes that took so long. I hope Lisa's going to come back. (laughs) But um, can you see me? Yes, we can. Okay, okay. So there, were, there was that slow roll of votes coming in because of coronavirus and all the mail-in votes. And so we, we didn't get that same sense of excitement we got. Uh, we also didn't win all the races we thought we could win. But what I've been kind of telling people is like, look, four years ago, the only leverage we had was to take to the streets. So we had to do that for a couple of years. And then we flipped 
left the house and that kind of saved democracy at the most basic level. And then two years after that, we've got the presidency. And so in two years, we get another bite at the Senate apple. I mean, we do have those Georgia Senate runoffs as well, but in yes. two more years, we so again, back to your point about organizing is like we start today for two years out. So little by little, we keep clawing our way back and, and um, you know, hopefully we don't get in this kind of deficit again if we if we keep people active more than they've been the last or before they were four years ago, maybe. Yeah. And I, I, it makes a good point because they, they say from the White House, Trump is he's nervous about the legal team that he has. He they did ask James Baker, who did represent Bush, you know, during Bush versus Gore, if he would, in fact, you know, come to Donald Trump's team. And he didn't say no. So we will have to see what actually happens with that. I don't think he will because there's not really as far as I've seen, there's not really a case to be made. You know, you can bring a lawsuit, but it, it doesn't mean that there's anything really there. So we'll we'll see what happens. But, you know, we mentioned the blue wave. One thing that happened is Donald Trump got more votes this time than he did last time. What do you think that means? And what does that say about where America is? You want to take that, Marissa? Yeah, let me let me take because <laughs> I've got so much to say on it. I'm going to try and condense it, though. Um, again, going back to having issues within the party before any of this, the Democratic Party has has really fractured and you've got all of these different factions but the traditionalists have their hooks and they're like no don't go with radical people like bernie sanders or andrew yang don't go with them go with the safe guy he's safe guy he's our safety net he's the one that's gonna keep things the same way not necessarily improving, but keeping things the same way, keeping things normal. And I, I have a problem with this whole going back to normal. I don't want to go back to normal because this wasn't a very good vote for me. When I went into the voting booth and I mean, again, reluctantly, I hit Joe Biden. I, I made a post earlier today said something like, yay, we're back to regular racism. That's kind of where I'm at right now. And I I want to make sure that this doesn't spiral out of control. But um, yeah, we we've 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 got to go, we've got to get get down to the point. What do you mean by spiral out of control? I don't want because <laughs> there's again there's 17 different ways that this can go sideways you know um i think i've been watching too many ted talks <laughs> that very well could be it but uh we right now the best thing that we can all do is just get informed get informed okay. get informed get informed get informed get informed and then once you're informed you got to take it to the next step as long as we keep that process going no matter what happens we should get to the to the to the goal to the aim okay. but 
you know, going back to it though, we've got to connect these things. We've got to connect these fractures within this this party because I, I feel like Democrats have really alienated black the black vote here, and they could have done more. There there was a whole lot that they could have done more. Andrew Yang had a great black agenda. It was great. It was really good. And it was always continuously updating. Uh, so did Elizabeth Warren, you know? But I kind of feel like a lot of people are gonna, you know, oh, well, you know, they're in office now. So they'll, they'll just go ahead and do their jobs and we're just gonna leave it up to them. No, we've got to keep, we got to keep the momentum here. <laughs> and, I agree with and that. I really feel like yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be the last go round that that we give these people that are uh, in office a chance. And then, hey, if you can't if you can't make things right, I mean, who is it that started? Um, I don't know. There's a there's a new party now. Um, the birthday party? No, not that hot mess. <laughs> no, it's it's an actual green, thing, think, green party. No, Diddy started it. Or oh, somebody. Diddy started. Oh, okay. I think so. I could be I could be wrong, but you know, people are, are breaking away. People are breaking away. People are voting third party. I think now I'm I'm glad that all of this is over with because now I I don't I won't feel bad voting for a third party candidate these last couple of years. I'd be like, I can't vote third party. I gotta go. You know, yeah, I've got to do it. But now that this is done and over with, hey, I'm 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 voting for my interests. From here on out, I'm voting for my interests. As, as you should, as you always should, Linda. Do you have a, a yeah, response to that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted to go back to your initial question too. I mean, I, I, that's part of it. But um, you had asked about the Trump voters and the number of people that turned out. And I think part of what we see with Trump is that there is a it's, it's less of a political vote than a cultural vote. Like they really see him more as a cultural leader. I don't know if those people will continue to turn out and vote uh, in future elections. That might be specific to him. We don't we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, to uh, Marissa's point. You know, my my hope for the Democratic Party is the people you mentioned are Democrats and they were great candidates. So to me, we have a deep bench. We have a good bench of people to look forward to. Uh, It was actually black voters in the South who handed this nomination to Joe Biden. And I think it was largely because they were terrified that none of the other people could beat Donald Trump. And, you know, I I feel that I get it. You know, I mean, I saw so again, he, he wasn't my first choice or second or third or fourth, but um, and I, no offense intended, I like Joe Biden, uh, but I was happy to honor the desire of the voters and, and you know, the, the ideas that they had, that there was a fear that made them vote for someone that they thought they could beat Trump. I, I, I honored that with my vote because I understood the fear of returning that man to office. Uh, but what I'll say for all of that is, is for progressives, uh, you know, there's some of our blue wave to me came in lower offices. There's a uh, several organizations like Run for Something that are recruiting young progressive candidates to run for lower level lower level offices, and I think that's where we can really make up a lot. 
of turf there. So uh, my plea to people is if you're at Marissa, if you're not happy with the way things are, think about running. Contact some of those organizations and, and talk to them about, you know, like what your background is and what your hopes are and, and see if that's the right move for you. And if it's not right for you, Marissa, like find some other folks and, and, and talk to other folks in your community and your age group who, who might fit that bill and who might enjoy doing that. And let's get some people, young progressives running for those offices and learning what it's like to run a successful campaign and to be in government and getting that kind of experience so that they can keep rising to higher and higher offices. Yeah, and I think that's a, a really good point of more people need to be engaged. The one thing that I think that Donald Trump gave us that not a lot of people attribute to him is the fact that he made it possible for other people to say, hmm, if he could do it. Well, fair. I could do it. <laughs> so I think that a lot of people will be more engaged with the political process because of him. So I'm, I'm happy about that. But, you know, bringing it back to who are we really doing this for? Because I think that we have a country where we're so polarized. And I think the reason why Joe Biden was so successful is because he's somewhere in the middle. I really do believe that if we put Donald Trump up against a Bernie Sanders, we may have a different outcome. Not saying that Bernie couldn't win because people were really, really tired of Donald Trump. I know I was fatigued. I'm surprised that more people weren't fatigued. Just seeing him constantly, it was one thing after another, after another. And he just got in trouble again for, was the Hatch Act because he held a campaign rally in the White House war room, which is illegal. So I'm surprised more people weren't fatigued with him. But do you think that in America, we need to add in more people in this conversation, um, not just with progressives, but just in general, where we need to stop labeling people and really just focus on policy? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, but uh, do, do you? Because I, I see your face, Marissa. You're kind of like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, how do you? Can you? Can you? Can you go a little bit deeper with that question? Can you expand on that a little bit? I think that when we label people, it's it's scary. So when you hear progressive, some people hear socialists. You think, oh my gosh, they're going to take all of the money. I'm not going to be able to do anything. But if you just put a candidate out there and you actually come forth with the policy first, you will vote on the policy as opposed to that's a socialist. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a much better way, actually. Um, just being able to for us to be able to vote on policy versus the the politician that'd be pretty smart okay that i mean that that would be yeah i can't really object to that because at the but at the same time though we've we've got to educate people you know yeah joe biden 74 million votes but we gotta remember, 70 million voted for Donald Trump because they're misinformed. They had they're misinformed. We've got to inform people. We have to. Well, Linda said it's more of a cultural thing. Well, and that's what's great about what you're doing is I 
think there is a a, a, a right wing media, you know, ecosystem that peddles in misinformation and and conspiracy theories at this point. I don't think it started out that way, but I think it's kind of drifted into that turf. So shows like this are a really great opportunity for people to hear different uh, sides of the story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think educating people and informing people is going to have to come person to person and, and, and rely less on the big media. Big media is, at the end of the day, we know that not that many people, different people own the different media stations and they're in it for the money. I mean, at the end of the day, they love Trump. He made money for them, right? So we're in a bad situation if we're getting all of our news and our information from people who are invested in profits more than uh, truth. So I, I think that uh, community groups and, and you know people speaking to each other is a, is a better way to, to share information. Um, yeah. Uh, and look, I mean, I think if you don't label yourself, your opponent may label you anyway, right? If you're running someone, you, you may get labeled. So if you are proactive and label yourself in the way that you want to be seen, you, you it, it, it may be beneficial to you to do it that way. But uh, that's something we're always going to be kind of struggling with. But as far as the issues go, a lot of the things that we argue the most about or, or can't get past that people care about, like healthcare and minimum wage and all that, people actually, majority of Americans actually agree on. Mm -hmm. So if we could focus more, uh, and then that's a whole longer conversation, like why are we stuck in that sort of place of gridlock? There, that's a whole other conversation, I think. But the American we're, people- We're do, coming back around to yeah. with, with the Senate. But the American people- agree on more than they disagree on, I think. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, I want to ask you, Marissa, I know you are not a black man, but I want to ask you, how is it that Donald Trump was able to eat away and increase the black male vote over Joe Biden? How did this happen? I'll, I'll tell you how it happened. I'll tell you how it happened. Um, you should have seen some of the commercials that Donald Trump put out, the ads that he put out that were targeted to specifically black men. And what he did was really smart from a media psychological standpoint. He continuously spouted off the 94 crime bill and Kamala's past as a, you know, DA in California. How Look at how many, look at how many of you they put away. I won't do that. I would never do that to you. I'm the good guy. It was disgusting how much this man, I mean, but like I said, he's an entertainer. He knows how to grab people in. It doesn't matter who you are. He's been in showbiz for a very, very long time. So that's how he was able to chip away at it and, and taking advantage of the fact that not a lot of people know that all of this stuff, you can look it up. You just have to take the time out to read. We live in a 
gimme, gimme, gimme right now, fast paced society. We want everything right now. Uber Eats and and DoorDash and I gotta have my stuff right now and Amazon Prime and you know, all of that. We have to go back to, to the basics in researching for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Once you're able to understand it for yourself and not have somebody else telling you, you sit someone down and say, this is the United States Constitution. This is this is our Constitution. It's exactly what it says word for word. And they study it for themselves. That could do a world of change. And I know that I remember, I only remember glossing over that kind of stuff in school. You know, um, a lot of people we say that it starts in the home, but we live in a society in which, you know, even in a, a, a nuclear family, both parents have to have at least three jobs between the, the two of them in order to just survive. Like, <sighs> it's a lot that we've got to dig into. It's a lot. Do that you think Little to- Wayne and Ice Cube <laughs> and Fifty Cent and all of these people had anything to do with the the change no okay (laughs) absolutely not we we saw through that i think we saw through that um pretty clearly um especially with lil wayne lil wayne my 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 theory on that whole situation is that this guy when you're a celebrity go and watch that um david letterman uh my next Guesses. Oh, I've oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, do you remember when she says she mentioned that she got paid a I don't know some god awful astronomical amount of money for making an Instagram post? One, <laughs> I think it was a million. Yeah. So, Kim <laughs> Kardashian. Oh, okay. Right. So, when you're famous like that. People will approach you and say, hey, I'm going to pay you money to do this ad. That's what sponsors are. So I think that someone approached someone from the Trump campaign, approached Lil Wayne's team. They're not very well versed in politics. They go to Wayne and go, Wayne, these motherfuckers finna give you a fuck ton of money if you take some pictures of Donald Trump. What? All right, I ain't doing shit else. Let's go take some pictures. He doesn't know what the fuck he was. Listen, if you guys read his tweets, you can tell like every single word is spelled correctly. (laughs) It's not jargon. You can tell it wasn't him. He got paid, guys. He got paid. And Ice Cube, I think he's just wanting exposure from from a dead career. Um, All of these people have... Do you think it has anything to do with his connections with Steve Bannon, though? Because Ice Cube is connected to Steve Bannon. He is an investor in Ice Cube's company, The Big Three. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I didn't know that, however... Wouldn't put it past him, you know? I mean, it is what it is. Now, I can, to a degree, I can understand. I'm not condoning. Not condoning. But I understand um, that selfish greed. You know, this 
they I don't know how much money these I don't know if if the Trump campaign offered anybody any money to do any of this stuff. This is just my own theory. But okay, alleged. There you go. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> if, <they> were to, <laughs> if they were to offer, you know, some some uh, a large amount of money, me personally, obviously, no, I wouldn't get. But I would at least think, like, dang, that could really set up my family. And if it's enticing it enough to somebody who is greedy as 50 Cent. He is a greedy motherfucker. He is whatever, I need a thesaurus, whatever the, the uh, antonym is of, of a philanthropist, I don't, that's what 50 Cent is. <laughs> that's what he is, he's horrible, horrible, horrible human being. Do you think it's the Absolutely taxes? Cause he horrible, said a lot of it has no, to I, do with taxes. Because, you know, he's in a different tax bracket than most Americans. Yeah, and, and you do, do got to take that into consideration. There are, re regardless if he is or not, there are people that are. And I can understand that as a reasoning. Like I said, I can understand that as a reasoning, but I'm not going to condone it because what type of person are you to uphold your finances over <laughs> civil rights issues? Like that makes me question you a little bit. So your money okay. is more important than all of the holes that we have in our system. Pick one. <laughs> Pick <Yeah>. one. <laughs> There's a million of them. So your finances are more important than that. I don't. I don't. I. I can't wrap my head around that. Um, I, I don't, I've thought about it uh, on a number of occasions, especially when the Powerball <laughs> gets to a, a really good a amount. A billion. But I don't think, right. <laughs> but I don't think I could ever um, sacrifice common decency over finances. If I got to pay a little bit of extra taxes... I, if I have the money to do it, why, you know, what am I, what am I mentioning about? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Nobody. <laughs> so, right. I and, don't know. And, and Linda, I want to ask you, he, he also gained with a group of people. He did ask for forgiveness. He, he asked for suburban women to like him. And apparently they did. His numbers among white suburban women went up. What do you think happened there? Um, I, I I can't understand it. Like where, like, especially in a lot of the red states, I know you're in a red state. I believe Marissa, you're in a red state, like in red states, he gained on those numbers. Of course, in the blue states, he, he did dip, but in red states, he gained. What do you think happened? So, I mean, again, I think there's that media ecosystem that kind of keeps pushing out. Sometimes they're just exaggerations and not conspiracy theories, but they played a lot um, here on the, um, the protests and the riots in the in the cities and the, and this this will be coming to your town if you vote Joe Biden in Not, never really acknowledging that they're happening now in Trump's America right. that seems to be what they miss but um, they I think they did a lot of fear based stuff and um, you know the media stuff that I listened to kind of tended to make fun of when Trump said, you know, Cory Booker is going to come to the suburbs and they're like, Cory Booker, like, why are you invoking Cory Booker? Like, women are not afraid of Cory Booker. But, uh, 
You better I didn't know he said that, okay. He something weird like that. Yeah, it was something uh, those aren't the exact words, but it was like that. Um and but but they really did show over and over and over uh the ads of the protests and the burning the cities down and all of that. And so I I do think there was maybe some weird notion that um and look, and I've heard conservatives say this, even some of the punditry say, you know, well, I really did never think Trump was fit for office, but I I don't want the socialist policies and and I'm really sick of the um, the, the social justice issues and, 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 you know, the identity politics that the, that the left. So there is some of that where, you know, and to me, my response to that every time I hear someone say that is like, I, look, forget about identity politics. We're just talking about human rights. We're just trying to get people basic human rights. It's not about identity politics. So let's reframe that mm -hmm. and stop talking about it in terms of identity politics and say everybody deserves human rights. That's it. That's all we're asking for. Agreed. And un it's unfortunate that we even still have to have these conversations today. Now, uh, before we, we, we kind of wrap up, I want to ask you guys. So there's a couple of executive orders that they're saying we don't know for sure that joe biden is going to put in place on day one just in case you know the republicans hold on to the senate are there any things in particular that you feel that the biden administration should tackle on day one is there something that they really should be focusing on when they hit uh, office in, in january of 2021 I'll, I'll ask linda is there any particular focus it could be more than one that you think that they really should hit the ground running that you feel like kind of got missed in this last administration well i mean coronavirus i mean they've got to get the i mean he's already said that and I, and I and i think that that's the key we can't get the country back up and running you know there was this polling like you voted did you vote more because of coronavirus or more because, because of the economy and i'm like it's just a foolish question <laughs> restart the economy until you get coronavirus tackled so uh that that's job one right mm -hmm. that's job one um and then there are a lot of things that trump has done kind of low-key under the radar uh where he's just you know attacked public lands and, and opened up public lands to drilling and um it's thing after thing after thing like that and and obviously i think the ma main thing and someone mentioned this because Mitch McConnell's already talking about like just blocking every appointment uh, Biden tries to make. But someone like responded, well, you've already set the precedent that we can just have acting, yeah. <laughs> acting heads of all these different like who cares? Like, don't don't approve them. Then we'll just have them as the acting, uh, you know, director. So okay. but the DOJ, the, the DOJ. Mm -hmm. um, the, is the other thing that I would say is huge that we really got to get. We on. definitely need to get that. Now, I want to ask you before I ask Marissa, because we had a little bit of an issue on uh, the last show <laughs> and it started about the Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that Joe Biden, now that he is president-elect Joe Biden, former vice president Joe Biden, should in fact pact for the lack of a better term, <laughs> um, add a justice, add a justice. I'm not going to say peg, add a justice or readjust. There you go. Readjust the Supreme Court. And so it's a, it's a moot point if the Senate says how it is or if McConnell gets the gavel again. I mean, it's just a moot point. Um, 
worry at me where I in control and, and or I give them the opportunity to, to request what Biden do, would do, I, I think, of course, we should uh, take some action uh, to adjust the Supreme Court. Uh, I, I believe that we've got a couple people on there right now who shouldn't be on there uh, based on the way that they were placed on the court. Uh, so I, I think at some point it's it's not unprecedented. We've done this in history. Uh, and there, there are good legal reasons for suggesting we add people to the Supreme Court right now. I won't go into them. Uh, that could be another show. But, <laughs> um, uh, but there are good legal reasons to, that, that would lay out the, the groundwork for doing that. And, and I think it would make sense. Okay. Okay. Yes. And again, that got way, I don't know what happened there on the last show, but I appreciate your, your patience uh, with that. And I, I agree when we don't know, maybe the two runoffs in, in the, we, we will hold, hold out hope. <laughs> <laughs> that will also we'll, we'll work really hard for those runoffs as well. Yes, Jordan, which I think that they will. I think they will get the attention that usually they they don't get. George is about to get a whole ton of money and a whole ton of volunteers and a whole ton of attention for the next couple months. And yes, and way to go, Georgia, by the way. <laughs> Marissa, what what do you think he should do? Okay, we have coronavirus is, is number one. Besides coronavirus, what are the focus that the Biden-Harris administration should focus on? Um, I think I what I what I what I think that they should focus on is definitely not something that they are gonna focus on. But okay. I've got a plan for that. Um, <laughs> I would like for them to focus on reparations and reparations for the appropriate people, meaning not just ADOS, but uh, the Native Americans here. I think that that needs to be rectified. Um, and, and I can get into it uh, for hours about what all needs to be done but um i don't think that that's going to be top on their in either one of their agendas and that's okay because we've got a lot of issues however i hopefully can nudge some people in the right direction if i can get some things started on a local level and then expand it maybe to a state level to a regional level and we just work our way up so by the time and like i said now is the time to do this kind of work so by the time january 20th comes around we can say hey knock knock hey i know you're busy i know you're trying to squeeze in there and you know get stuff done but we've got a plan been working on it <laughs> so, you know, so your reparations is what you would be working on now on the local level to try to get it to a place where it is something that they would be considering is that what you're talking about or just generally in- a, just generally a black agenda but that would include reparations and like first steps because you can't just come out the, the gate and say hey you know this is you know what we want and we don't know where the funding would come from we don't know how it would look and what types of forms there's plenty of different forms of reparations it's not all monetary so you know there's there's a lot of things to look into and to dig into but it it starts it's it's got to start somewhere why not let it go ahead and start now and with us 
with this generation, with the people that are out there, you doing this show, you know, we're out there and 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 now's the time to do, get the work done so that's that's what i'm going to be working on i'm going to be working on expanding a black agenda something universal something that everybody across the board can get get on board with and um you know just going from there and if if that's something that we can you know put together and and have ready for them first day of work then That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, we definitely will see. And as as we all are 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 women here, I believe we all identify as women here. Um, It was something amazing. I don't know about to you, but to see, despite what I know, a lot of people dislike Kamala Harris for her record. Which I mean, I'm there's something she could have done better of course and there are no perfect politicians as there are no perfect people but i really was there was a proud moment for me to not only see this is the first woman to ever hold this office and she is actually the first woman of color and the first black woman and one of the things that she did do was acknowledge that in her speech as well as joe biden acknowledged it in his speech which has never been done before by a sitting united states president i don't think ever like where he actually said out of his mouth you know like i'm really going to do my best for the african-american community so we will see what happens it was a proud moment for me you two ladies for being here again we probably maybe in the next hundred after 100 days in office maybe we'll do another and we will follow up on how you think was this a good pick or do you have buyer's remorse for kamala Harris and mr (laughs) president-elect joseph r biden so thank you guys for coming i appreciate you i know i kept you a lot longer than i actually said Linda. thank you for what you do and thanks for having us back on appreciate it absolutely thanks again marissa as well and tell people how they can uh, i'm sorry reach your podcast oh um i am it's an audio podcast i'm on spotify itunes iHeartRadio. i'm Anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, that's where I'm at. It's called the Queen's Table Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at PPT Podcast. Awesome. So make sure you follow her and I appreciate you both. Okay, take care. This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We absolutely appreciate you. We love you. We love you for rocking with us. Like I said, make sure you like and subscribe on all the major podcasts and platforms and on social media so you know what the fuck is coming up. So we appreciate you. Um, come back again stay safe because like i said covid is out there congratulations to uh president-elect biden and miss uh vice president-elect harris so shout out to those two congratulations to them you know congratulations to democracy hopefully we can keep it that way we still don't know it's still not over Uh, hopefully we'll have some better news next week but for right now we're gonna hold out hope that we will not kill democracy over the next couple of weeks so shout out to y'all we will be back again next week talking about because i told you we was going to talk about mental health we didn't do that because i pushed it back because of the election results so we're actually going to talk about that and we will have a guest so we're going to be talking to miss sharon davis but that will be the following week about mental health because lord jesus we're going to need it with all the stuff that's going on now so we will be talking to her 
in the upcoming weeks so make sure you come back so you want to hear this like you know should you get a black therapist if you're a black person is that the best thing to do we're gonna be talking about all kind of stuff okay we're gonna really get down in it and get in the nitty-gritty and all of that stuff so make sure you come back again we appreciate you bye